Hi there, it's Pete Snodden. We are good to go with this week's Bet McLean Football Show. Joining Stephen Beacom and myself, the Newry manager, Darren Mullen, and Corian goal scorer, Aaron Burns. Let's do it. Darren, Aaron, you're very welcome. I'm both safely through to the next round of the League Cup. How was last night for you? Yeah, we made seven changes from Friday night, so... Uh, bit disjointed at times, uh, not great in fairness, put it up to us. Um, they had a few chances of their own in the second half, but uh, just glad to get through the second round. So you've been winning, 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 you've gone up league, you've gone up league, you've gone up league, bloody blah, blah. Um, has this season so far been a bit of a rude awakening? Uh, I wouldn't say a rude awakening because it's, it was to be expected. Um, once you get to this level, there are no easy games. And we start, actually started the season pretty well, although results mightn't have been what, what we wanted, but our performance levels was, was good. But um, Friday night was probably a bit of a, a wake-up call because um, there, there are more talented squads than ourselves in, in the league. And what, what we've been renowned for is playing good football and, and working hard, and we didn't, we didn't do that on Friday night. And if you don't work hard, you're going to get punished. And that's just exactly what Ards did us. They punished us in the first half. You look at, at Ards, Institute, Warren Point, yourself, even at this early stage, do you reckon it's going to be a dogfight? Yeah, we knew that was going to be the case. Um, the, the reality of it is uh, we're, we were probably ahead of ourselves in terms of our plan to get back to the Premiership, but at the same time, it's where we deserve to be. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not one for listening to this. You know, you, you have a free hit or, or um, there's not that much expected of you or you've nothing to lose. We have everything to lose, you know, we, because we have worked so hard to get to this level and the last thing we want to do is throw it away. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're probably an upper level and a, and a lower level in the league, you know, that'll... that'll even itself out over time and, and we're obviously in that lower section um, and we need to be taking points off teams around us. Against Institute deserve something out of it um, but against Ards they didn't deserve too much out of it but uh, look it's, it, it'll maybe take us a while to, to, to find our feet in it but going on the first three games it's encouraging and um, we'll just ride off Friday night and get back at it on Saturday. Have you been surprised by what Institute have done in this early part, part of the season because you're, you're well used to playing those boys? Yeah no look Paddy has them well organised um, and, and they've been pick, picking up good results, especially with a cold rain. I don't think too many people expect them to get anything away to cold rain, but they've started the season well. Michael McCrudden there has, has started the season well from the scoring goals and that's where you need someone in your team that's, that's going to take whatever chances you create. You know, you're not going to get as many chances as you normally would have over the past four or five years and we need to take them. Didn't do it against Institute. Uh, didn't do it against Glenavon and, and paid the price for it. So whatever chance we do get, we need to take them. And what's the mentality like in the squad? I mean, are the boys downhearted? Um, no, I'd say after Friday night because uh, the manner of the defeat was, was disappointing. Um, we could beat against Glenavon, but at the same time we played well and we could take heart out of it and, and there were plenty of positives to take out of it. Uh, there was nothing positive to take out of um, Friday night. So um, we got that out of our system. We, we spoke about it after the game and if you start feeling sorry for yourself in this league, you know, you're going to get sucked into, into a downward spiral. So the, the mood has been good. Um, the coach staff made sure that, we, that the players knew Friday night was far from acceptable. But in terms of the mood in the camp, yeah, it's, it's been good. Darren, tell us about the incredible ride that you've taken Newry on. Because the club that you took over, it was a complete and utter mess. And you have taken them to the top flight, the promised land. You know, it's been a, an incredible journey. It has. It's probably only when you, you step out of the, the role that you might look back on it and appreciate it, but it's just been that intense 
that you've continuously looking forward. You know, if you stop to to think about what you've done or, or start patting yourself on the back, then then you become complacent and you stop you stop moving forward. But it has been unreal from where we've been. You know, everybody knows the history of the club being wiped up, and it would have been easy to feel sorry for yourself and and you know let someone else try and take it on. But Self and, and the other coaches and the people behind the scenes have worked extremely hard to get us back to back to the Premiership. You know, I, I certainly wouldn't like to do it again. Um, but you know, I like to feel we're there on merit. Um, and as I say, I don't want it to be a, a, a year where we're back in the Premiership and enjoyed it. And because we go back to the Championship, you know, we've worked unbelievably hard to get here. So we want to work even harder to stay. Can I ask you? Do you pay the players now? Because on that road. You didn't pay the players, so are Newry players players given money for their services now? Yeah, the majority of players will get, get paid. We had to change our whole um, mentality. I, feel, I actually feel like an accountant at this stage. Of, you know, the amount of work that we've had to do um, off the pits to set ourselves up for that scenario because we weren't. Um, you know, and, and and people maybe were doubtful that the lads had paid subs, but we we, we did. You know, and, and even that story about the, the lads paying the ninety pound on, on the bus on the way to Carrick, they did pay. It, you know, Mickey Keenan. Uh, tortures them, you know, didn't get past the, the change room door unless you paid their subs, but that had to change because the players have been terrific for us and they had to be rewarded in some manner. Now, they're not getting huge <laughs> amounts. But Ten or a week. It's on, no. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout this journey, you've played entertaining football. You, you've made reference to that yourself today. Um, but when, it, when the push comes to shove and you've got to get points on the board, will you change your tactics just to ensure that you, you keep a clean sheet or do whatever it takes to put points on that board? Yeah, I think you have to adapt without throwing away your, your, your football and ethos. You know, I, anybody that's watched us, we've, we've always played well and, you know, should be playing out from, from the back or whatever it might be, or pressing teams. And you'd like to think that for the majority of your time you would stick to that principle. But the reality of it is it becomes very, very hard to do. You know, there's no point in us trying to play out from the back constantly against maybe someone like Crusaders who are in your face all the time. At some point you have to adapt and change. We had to do that even in the second half against Ards, go a bit more direct. So it could be a case of you, you know, adapting to the situation that you're in, but there has to be a plan within that. You know, there has to be a plan B. You know, the players should be coached in different formations. We played 4-4-2 last night, we played 4-3-3 last week. So there has to be that plan within it rather than just kicking the ball aimlessly up the field. Um, but uh, yeah, look, it's it's something that that the situation that you're in will will maybe um, you're going to have to adapt your style to that. Do you think you'll stay up? Yes, of course. Uh, yeah. Do you think they'll stay up? I think they've got a shot. I like Newry at home. I think they're going to pick up points at home. But Institute starting so well, that's a, that's a surprise. Um, but you've got to give credit to Institute. Warren Point haven't picked up a point yet. It's going to be, be between Warren Point, Newry and Institute. And I think home form will tell. If Institute are sec- if, if Newry are second bottom, I would fancy them to win a playoff, though. I'll tell you that. Um, Aaron, you're very welcome back to the show. We enjoyed your crack last season. And you've got two goals so far. But uh, Coleraine, won four, or played four, drawn two. What's the mood in the camp? And is Oren disappointed with the start? Yeah, I think as a whole, we probably have to be disappointed. Um, we've maybe not played too much of the top six in the first four games, so you, you may be looking to pick up maximum points. Beating Cliftonville, you'd have thought maybe come out of that game, we should be sitting with 12 points after four games. Um, so yeah, we, we will be disappointed, but at the same time, everybody's kind of beat everybody at the minute, so there's only two points, three points in it. Uh, you, you could throw a net over the top sort of four or five teams, so nothing to get too disheartened about. Uh, you mentioned the Cliftonville game, two cracking goals from yourself, and, and, and then an injury, I presume? 
Yes, I just have a wee, wee grounds here. Nothing really, I wouldn't really call an injury, just sort of precaution. Um, one of them ones, if you don't sit out, you could be out for six weeks. So I've just set out a couple of sessions and one or two games. So I should be back hopefully f- available for Monday night for selection. And Monday night is a, is a massive game. The Sky cameras are in town and you're going to CP? 100%. I think it's been you know, widely documented. We've both had sort of a slow start. Um, so it'll be a great game. And you know, we've went down there before last year and got great results. We've got a great squad and you know, we're going into every game now wanting and knowing that we can get three points. and. It'll be no different on Monday night. A Dooley not being around? Yeah, b- big loss. Um, hopefully he gets his injury sorted over in England, starts to do really well. But we have other fantastic players that can perform at that level. Um, I'm no one maybe might have liked to have brought one in, but I don't think he's in the sort of the market of bringing somebody in just for the sake of it. Well, well, we, we, we have still got the transfer window still open, so do you think that's it, business done? I don't know. Um, you know, as sure as any manager, if the right player comes along, you'll take him. But uh, at this late stage, you know, there's... There's not too many that aren't snapped up that you know are of that level of quality. And personally, are you frustrated? I mean, you got those two goals and then you haven't been able to take parts. So yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, it's when you do get a, a couple of goals, you know, your confidence is boosted, and you know, you get into the team, and then you do pick up a wee strain. You're kind of thinking, you know, well, you know, it's you know, it's stop start here. But it's early doors. We've only played four games, so fingers crossed again on Monday night, and or if I'm involved, I can make an impact and hopefully stay in. Aaron, last season, Coleraine were like everyone's favourite team because they were really putting it up to Crusaders. This season, you've got a target on your back. I, I think the start's been really indifferent for Coley, and I have to be honest, because I did expect you'd have 12 points out of 12. Is the fact that Coleraine are suddenly this team that everyone wants to beat having a big effect and impact on Coleraine? I would say so. I would say there's a lot of boys have never really entered a season feeling that there's that expectation to win every game, as there is now. We are one of the title favourites, if not, in my opinion, the favourite right now. That's not putting pressure on anybody. When you're up there, you have to deal with pressure. Um, and over the last number of years, it's maybe been acceptable to maybe lose a game or finish second or finish third. That's not acceptable anymore. You know, we're aiming to win this league and the trophy. You know, so boys have to quickly get the grips of that. I asked um, Darren there about Neary staying up. So can Coleraine win the title? Hundred percent. There's any of the tough work in the title. Um, Why Coleraine? Because they've got that quality in their squad and they've got that experience of winning their first trophy. We've added quality to the team of Stephen Larry and uh, Graham Crown. There's just there's options everywhere. There's good youth in the team, and I just think that there comes a stage in sort of every team's sort of lifespan that when they're ready to win the league, they can dominate for two or three years. And I think it's Coleraine's time. There was talk before the start of the season of Warren Kearney maybe moving on, and that Samaran job was up for grabs, and he went and interviewed and whatever for it. From a player's perspective, the fact that he's still a Coleraine. Um, how much of a relief was that for you? Oh, it's massive, you know, especially with him bringing me to the club. But you know, fair play to Orn, you know, he, he deserved going for the interview. He, in my opinion, he probably deserved the job. It would have been a big loss for Coleraine, but it would have been great to see, you know, nine hundred out of ten, the players get the sort of the, the praise and they get their moves. But it's great to see managers being looked at now and there actually, because there is some fantastic young managers. So it's a great sort of you know option for them to move. Absolutely, Irish Cup success last season. Are we still to see the best from Coleraine? Definitely, you'll not see the best of Coleraine probably till six, seven games in. Um, they had a fantastic start last season. Again, it's been a bit indifferent this season with new players coming in. I don't think Orn quite knows the best eleven yet, which is probably a great headache to have. He's so many good players knocking his door down wanting to get into that starting eleven. Training is so intense, so it's got to be a nightmare trying to pick his team. Um, but you need that if you're going to go and win several trophies. You can't have an eleven or thirteen players that that can only really c- compete at a certain level. You need 16, 17, 18, and we have that. This is the Bet McLean Football Show from Cool FM into this week's predictions and what a week it's been for Glen Avon. They get a home win and their record at home hasn't been great in the league and then they go out of the League Cup. 
That's true. I was actually at the Glenavon Ballymena match last Friday night, and the way Glenavon played against 10 men was phenomenal. It really was. It was a lesson in how to play against 10 men. They were brilliant. And then to lose against Dergview at home in the League Cup, that's a shocker. It really is. I know that the League Cup isn't Gary Hamilton's first priority, that's for sure, but he'll have been disappointed because you want to put silverware on the table in the League Cup gives you that opportunity. I must pay tribute to Dergview though. I used to play against them in the Fermanagh Western League and here they are now beating Glenavon in a League Cup. So here you are talking about it. I know, fantastic for them. So congratulations to everyone at Dergview and um, I'm sure Glenavon will want to bounce back this Saturday. Uh, just a note on that, how'd your brother, what would your brother have to say after the big defeat last weekend? Yeah, I'm disappointed. Obviously regarding his tackle, um, I spoke to him after the game and SD thought it was a great tackle. Um, the, the initial first tackle is very good. It's the trailing leg that gets him obviously sent off, and he knows that. Um, there was no malice behind his tackle. He isn't that kind of player. He's fair and he's hard, and it was just one of them ones where Sykes maybe got there just slightly earlier, and I think Andy's won the ball and set off him. But again, the trailing leg is something that they're trying to stamp out, and he knows that, and uh, you know he's, there was no malice in the tackle at all. It's brotherly love there. Sykes just beat him to it. He's having some start of the season, isn't he? He, he's a great player to watch, he really is. One of my favourite players in the league. Um, I have to say, your brother was playing really well that night and then he got sent off, so that was unfortunate. That changed the game, but as I said, Glenavon took advantage and they've got Glentoran first up um, Saturday. That's going to be a cracking match, you know, because I was at Glentoran's match against Larne in the League Cup and what's happening at Glentoran is really encouraging. You've got to give massive credit to Ronnie McFall, A, for staying on, whenever Gary Smith and Paul Lehman were coming into the management structure, and B, for what he's doing. Glentoran, to me, have made a wonderful start this season because there were real worries that they'd be down in the dumps and, and struggling. And that Glen- Glenavon Glentoran game, it's got all the hallmarks of a cracker. Yeah, it does. And the wrath of Gary Hamilton, I imagine Glenavon will be coming all guns blazing come Saturday. You would think so. And um, Glenavon, are, they went top of the table for a few hours whenever they beat Ballymena. And um, they'd like to get back there. It's going to be a real test for Glentoran. But... The way Glentoran are playing, I think they can pass the test and I think they can go there and get a draw. I'm going to go 1-1 on that one, Pete. Darren? Yeah, I think uh, Glentoran have started the season well. They have a bit of stability about them now that they might not have had for a while. Um, got two died in old Glensmen and, and uh, Paul and, and Gary, no Gary from last year with the uh, um, Welders. So have started the season well. have plenty of experience off the pitch and have started the season well. Glenavon, we played them at home, um, I think Gary Hunt will be the first to say that we should have got at least a draw out of that game. But when you have players like Mitchell and Sykes in there, you know he's he's terrific at timing his runs from midfield. He's hard to watch. Um, so that'll be a difficult game for both. But uh, yeah, I think a draw for that one. A draw, Aaron. Yeah, same. I think it'll be very close. Um, both teams have got players who can score goals, but at the same time, I think they're they're two teams that maybe leak goals then again as well. So I think it'll be high scoring. And again, I, I think it'll be a draw. Myself, I'm going to go two all. And, and as a Korean man, you're happy with draws all around you. 100%. The teams that are obviously closest, we want them to get as little points as possible. Um, so yeah, we'll take it, take it to all, no problem. <laughs> you know what, we, we look at Institute at home, um, Dungannon Swifts have had a very difficult start. I mean, judging from what we've seen at the Brandywell, Institute to win, what do you reckon, Pico? Well, they could actually go into that one as favourites, and you wouldn't have said that at the start of the season, because um, Dungannon um, were highly rated and we're looking maybe to get into the top six, but they've made a horrendous start of the season. Let's make no bones about it. Rodney McAree will be gutted about what's happening. Institute, uh, Darren mentioned him, Michael McCrudden. 
he's a player, isn't he? And um, he knows where the net is, so they'll be hoping that he stays fit for the, the rest of the season. But Dungannon have good quality in the ranks. They've got to start somewhere, and I think they'll, they'll nick that one 2-1. All right. Uh, Dungannon, they haven't become a bad team overnight. Um, you know, they played us and they missed a penalty. Uh, they scored that penalty at... It might have went a, a different way. Um, Institute have started the season extremely well and are high in confidence. And confidence is a big thing uh, at this level as well. Um, so Dungannon are going to need a turn turn around at some point. Um, I actually fancy them to win this, win this game. Got a score? Yeah, uh, 2-1. 2-1. All right, Aaron? They're probably going to go the opposite. I think Institute are strong favourites for it. Um, again, Rodney will be disappointed with their start. They've got a lot of talented players in their team, but they just haven't got up and running yet. Um, I don't think it'll be against Institute. I'm going to go Institute 2-0. Um, Linfield at home to Ards at the weekend. Let's look at your old club. Are you surprised by the start they've made this season? No, because there's a lot of talent in that dressing room and there's been more talent added to it. Um, I think this again will probably be, in my opinion, a comfortable win for Linfield. Ards have started okay, a bit indifferent, but the talent in the dressing room, is, it's always been there and again it's been added to and they've started really well. They look like they'll be a, a title challenger as well, which, so it'll make it interesting. So I'm probably going to go uh, Linfield 3-0. All right. We, what did we learn from the Blues against Cliftonville last weekend? We learned that Roy Carr wasn't up for shaking hands with the Cliftonville players. That's what we learned. And we also learned that um, uh, when the chips are down, Linfield can deliver because they were 1-0 down with um, a man less and they still came away undefeated there. Yeah, and I think to be fair to, to the entire situation, that was, that was a, a melting pot of just raw emotion that particular game. How do you reckon the referee did on that particular day? Because Mulgrew got sent off. Catney, do you think he should have been sent off? I think the referee made a major mistake. Jimmy Mulgrew shouldn't have been sent off. If Jimmy Mulgrew's getting a red card, then Ryan Catney should be getting a red card. Personally, I was, I, I was happy Catney didn't get sent off because I like to see players stay on the pitch. But the decision on Mulgrew was just a shocker. Really was. Um, and I think... In many ways, had that decision gone Linfield's way, they would have gone on and won the game. But the fact is, they still got away with a point. Michael O'Connor, he is one bruising character, and he's going to shake up defences left, right and centre. They've also got Andrew Waterworth, who scoring goals for fun in the League Cup. And um, uh, Daniel Kearns made a brilliant start to his career at Linfield. Joel Cooper, they've a lot going on. But there's bigger tests still to come, you know, because... It's okay doing it at the start of the season. Linfield have to maintain that, and David Healy knows that. So, what's it going to be on Saturday? I can only see one result, but I think it might be tighter maybe than you think, Aaron. I think Ards um, have started to show improvement. I'm going to go with a, a 2-1 win to Linfield. Okay, Darren, just on referees, how have you found the referee in the league since you've brought Nuri up? Um, a few decisions. I certainly wouldn't be, be happy with even the, the penalty decision for Glenavon. Uh, against us uh, where, where Andy had come out and, and Sykes had went down slightly easy um, we didn't get that in a few other ones but um, overall look at, uh, I'd like to think it evens itself out over the season <laughs> uh, I've got news for you sometimes the bigger clubs in this league get a lot more decisions uh, well, look you'd certainly like to think that's not that's not the case you know um, it's a difficult enough job I certainly wouldn't want a referee for any amount of money but at the same time who you're playing against or, or who you are shouldn't matter it shouldn't come into any decision or, or where you're playing shouldn't, shouldn't come into it you know 
And just to put on the record, Baker, I think the Referees Association would um, <laughs> would deny those claims. <laughs> well, yes, they would. Of course they would. But listen, they've got to up their game too. We talk about players and managers being under pressure. The referees um, are still making elementary errors, in my opinion. And Darren's quite right about the penalty. It was soft whenever Glenavon got the penalty. And um, you just want a fair crack of the whip. That's all that players and managers are asking for. Um, so Linfield against Sarge. Yeah, ours will get a whole lot tougher against Linfield than they did against ourselves. Um, I wouldn't be gauging too much on, on, on that game. But in fairness, they, they were well up for it. Um, Fraser causes a lot of problems. Um, you know, he's busy and, and difficult in there. And they were well set up. Um, but Linfield will be a, a lot tougher uh, proposition there. It's hard to see past a, a Linfield when I go for a 2 0 um, Let's get to you boys on Saturday. Um, Bigo made reference to how he sees you gaining points, particularly at home this season. Um, so Cliftonville coming to town. Um, should be a tasty encounter. I should have watched the highlights from the weekend. It was a, a feisty enough um, game. You know what you're going to get this level. The talent level goes up, and, and the speed and the intensity obviously goes up as well. So they're the games we're, we're looking forward. To. If you can't get yourself uh, raised for for a home game against Cliftonville, then there's something badly wrong. So it's a game that we're all all looking forward to. And if you watch even I went and watched Warren Point at the start of the season. I don't think anybody would have given them much hope against Crusaders, and you know should have come away with. With, with a win so anything can happen but as I said we need to make sure that our we're playing 100% effort to give ourselves uh, any chance uh, at, in any game at this at this level so we're, look, we're looking forward to it Big up score prediction Sorry Darren I'm going to go 2-1 Cliftonville purely on the fact that He says sorry doesn't he? Ah, no, purely yeah, on the no. fact that Cliftonville have got more goal scorers but I, I think you know you'll give them a right good game and um Cliftonville will have to be at their best to get a result as well. Aaron? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat there. I just think that Cliftonville's firepower and the way they move the ball will cause nearly a lot of problems. And Their centre-halves won't be used to playing against the likes of Gormley and, and Donnelly. And I think I'm going to go 2-0 Cliftonville. 2-0, OK. Uh, into the final game on Saturday, Warren Point at home to, to Ballymena. And at this stage of the game, it's hard to see where Warren Point are going to get the points from. Well, it's tough. They should have beaten Crusaders. Um, uh, they had a penalty in the last few minutes to win it and then um, Crusaders go up the other end of the pitch and win it themselves after Sean Neal produced a brilliant spot kick, spot kick save. So I think that was maybe their chance. But at the, the other point of view is this. They should be encouraged by that, Darren, shouldn't they? That they took the champions all that way and should have beaten them. So maybe that'll be the start for them. And Balamina, the... They got hammered in the second half. Maybe their confidence has taken a dip. So I'll go Warren Point 1, Ballymena 1 there. All right. Yeah, I'll go a draw as well. I think, in fairness to Steve, he's, you know, he's a young manager coming into the game. He's brought in a lot of new players. It's going to take a while to settle in this league, as, as we can see ourselves. It can be unforgiving. You don't get that time to bet in. But um, I think at some point they will start playing for each other and, and he'll get a settled uh, formation and team. I'll go for a draw on this one. All right, and... Uh, I think Balamina go in strong favourites for me. I think the, the game against Glenavon obviously should be just sort of chalked off, obviously with the send off making a big impact. Um, Balamina have started really well and have a lot of talent going forward and I think they're solid as well, so um, I'm going to go Balamina 3-0. Gotcha. All roads lead to Seaview Monday night. Sky cameras, really looking forward to it. Are you going to be playing? Fingers crossed. Um, hopefully I'll be OK to hopefully train this week. And But like, there's a talented squad there, so no one's guaranteed their place. And um, I'll be hoping come Monday night that my name's hopefully in the starting 11, if fit. If not, I'll be running to go from the bench and I'll be rooting for the boys that are starting and hopefully I can come on and make an impact. How do you see this one going, Bigo? 
Well, Aaron did okay the last time he was in North Belfast, so I would suggest that he should definitely be in the squad. Um, it's the game of the season so far. It was it, They finished 1-2 and two last season. They're going to be up there challenging for the title. Korean haven't lost in donkey's years, it seems. Crusaders um, uh, are good at home, although they have struggled so far this season. And I do believe that the goal that Crusaders scored at Warren Point was a big turning point for them, even early on. Had they have lost to Warren Point, they were struggling. They were way behind Linfield and behind Korean too. It's going to be a cracking contest. I think Crusaders have just got enough to edge it, though. I'm going to go Crusaders to win 2-1, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I'll be there at Seaview, and I think it'll be a real crackerjack of a match. Darren, how do you see it playing out? Uh, in terms of Coleraine, I mean, they have had a terrific season last year. Any other season, they're going to win a league with, with you know, the, that, uh, the amount of points. And um, have, as I said, they've lifted themselves up to 11 now. They've become one of the favourites. I'm going to go for Crusaders just simply for the fact they're at home. I go for a 1 0 when the Crusaders have, have again have been the top side for the past four or five years, and uh, I think they may just nick this one. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it pans out as we hope. Lots of goals, lots of excitement, and that's it for this week's Bet McLean Football Show. Many thanks to Aaron. Thanks to Aaron Baco. It's always been a pleasure. Uh, we're back next week. Enjoy your weekend of football.